up, y'all? This is hey, Atiana. And I'm Remy. And welcome to AR Vibes, the musically bossed up podcast where we discuss music, life, and bossing up, period. Before we get into today's episode, let's pay respect to Anchor. Hey, shout out Anchor. The app where you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast right from your phone. And who doesn't love easy money? Not for real. Not only is it easy money, but it's also easy to use. You can record, edit, and add your clips right from the source. And keep in mind, y'all, this is a 100% free hosting free. and distribution site, period. So there's no need to worry about running out of storage or having to pay any of those membership fees. And best of all, it automatically distributes to all podcast listeners' favorite yeah. platforms. So accessibility isn't even an issue. Now, let's get back to it, y'all. So today we have a true creative in the building. And if I'm being honest, we were probably most excited for this person's interview just because we decided, you know, to step outside of our own comfort zones and reach out because everyone so far, little background we've had on this show, we've had some type of relationship with. So even though she didn't know us and she was in a completely different state, y'all, we had some issues with that yeah. earlier today. <laughs> learning the different time zones, but we don't, we don't get that right. She humbly accepted and it was just, you were just the kindest person. So I really appreciate you stepping outside of your comfort zone as well to do this interview with us, but please everybody welcome to the show. Bandana Dan. <laughs> Wait, okay. So I kind of just gave you that nickname. I don't know if like you're the type of person who feels some type of way people give me a nickname. Oh, I love nicknames. Okay. <laughs> Her real, on her IG, it's bandana artist, but I just like bandana. Yeah, name. like mix it all in. No, you're not the first either. Like a lot of people, they, they like to, they like to say it that way. So my friends, they call me bandana Dan sometimes and I'm like, <laughs> love very it. Catchy. so yes, yes, I'm here for it. I love it. Next trademark. Right. <laughs> but yes, thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Of course. It's an honor. I really like well, you to represent. Yes, thank you. So I was about to say, like, what was going through your mind whenever, like, you had saw, like, our DM? You're like, who are these? Yeah, I'm sure it was random. <laughs> um, Honestly, I get, with bandana artists, I get a lot of DMs from people, but I like to pay attention to, like, the message that people are trying to get across. Um, And I think, like, with yours, it was very, like, inspirational based, and that's kind of, like, what I'm trying to get at. So oh, I just loved you. it. And I'm always rooting for Black girls, so... Yes. yes, we gotta stick together. Always. That means I'm a lot. my fist up on this thing, y'all. <laughs> Girl, I'm right here with you. <laughs> oh, Dan, just Dan is cool, right? Just make yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> All right. So uh we kind of talked a little bit before, and you were saying that you are originally from Cali, right? Yes, I am. I'm originally from Inglewood, California. And then Inglewood, right? Yes, no good. <laughs> <laughs> So, and we were, when we first found your page, we were kind of looking at it and like, we saw like the Cali inspiration. So can you kind of like tell them, our audience, like what exactly uh, Bandana Artist? Um, with Bandana Artist, um, I definitely pulled a lot from the LA culture. Um, I actually live in Phoenix, uh, but I, a lot of who I am is from LA. So like my family is in LA. Um, I visit there very often, not as much with COVID going on, but I'm always there. So yeah, I definitely just pulled from the culture and there's actually like bandanas are really popping right now. Like a lot of people are creating things with bandana, like those shirts that have the bandana print all over them. I really don't. So yeah, I just kind of pulled from that. And there's actually like these bandanas that are all over YouTube and Instagram. Um, and I'm sorry, bandanas, these Air Force Ones, and they have the bandanas on the sides, and you just mm. tie them up into a bow, and I saw a lot of that, and I think that's really what, like, triggered the idea, so. And that's crazy that you said that, because Remy had messaged, or we got on the phone one day, she was like, I wonder if she makes the the sandals, too, because we had just saw, like, an yeah. ad run across our page for, like, the bandana sandals, so we're like, huh. Like, it looked like some Nike slides or something, they had, like, bandanas, like, a bandana yeah. print on it. I've seen them, they look really dope, they look comfortable. They really yeah. do. Yeah. I would, no, I would slide, but they, they have to look a little different. I don't want to make. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Put your style on it for sure. So when did you like move from Cali? Like how old were you? 
Um, I was five. Okay. Five. So like right when I was starting kindergarten. But actually, it's interesting because I always like from leaving when I was like five, I was like, no, I'm coming back. LA is where I need to be. Mm. <laughs> when I got out of high school, I actually moved to LA um, with my dad. And I was there for maybe like two or three years. And I just really, actually, I think it was probably like maybe a year and a half, not even two or three. I think the goal was to stay there for four years and like finish mm-hmm. college and everything. Um, it just wasn't my path. And I think I knew that um, even moving back to Arizona, like a year or two after I still knew like college wasn't for me. And I just really wanted to do something creative. Moving to California definitely taught me like that I didn't need to be there. Like everything I needed was right here. So. And I feel like coming from California, like growing up there or just having like your family be from there. Like once you're in the culture, like it's embedded in you, like you're going to want to like have that Cali experience. And like, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Cali. Like a lot of people like that's a trademark. A lot of people love to be from Cali or move to Cali. So I feel like you were already embedded in it. So it was just right for you to go back. But what um, college did you go to? Um, I went to El Camino. Okay. Yeah, I went to El Camino for like a year and a half, maybe. Um, Then I also took classes at Southwest too. So yeah, my dad was like, just take as many classes as you can. And I was going and I was like, I was doing pretty good. Like I'm not bad at school, but I just knew like it wasn't really What'd you go for? Um, I was actually going to be a nurse practitioner. So okay, yeah, I wanted. I I'm big on helping people, but I realized I'm not big on the throw up in the blood. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say all the so, the explicit stuff. Exactly. Get a little wheezy. I feel you on that too. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm in the health I field. Help you from over here. <laughs> did your family, um, like, did your mom and dad? Would you be the first college uh, graduate, or did they go to college as well? Um, I would have been the first from them. I have other, I have a lot of family members that have gone to college and, um, are very successful with it. Um, mm-hmm. but my parents, they didn't, my mom actually, she never really was in, like, she didn't want to go to college. And my dad, he was in college and he's really into music. So I think he, um, wanted to pursue that and then, you know, life happens. So, yeah, but I think my dad, uh, I think his whole thing was like, just finish what you started. So I got to carry oh, that, that. something else. That's beautiful. Especially like him wanting to be an artist and like, just knowing like the different paths you can take. Like, it's not just like school, school, school. Cause that's kind of like how my people treated it. Like they never finished college and they weren't able to like branch off into like, you know, the dreams they had for themselves and their family and stuff like that. So I think just seeing that and having to experience that, they were like, oh, you have to go to college to be successful. And that's Mm -hmm. what I grew up thinking along the way. So it's good that you have the family who are just like, do what you want and like, just do what makes you happy. Yeah, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It helps to have a good family behind you. So that's good. Like, did you have like any issues like when I, as far as like going to college, like, Hey, like I decided like, this isn't for me. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and drop out. Like, was that something in the back of your head? Or are you just like, glad I was like, Hey y'all, this Girl, is what it, it is. Took me, it took me forever. It took me forever to tell them that I was not in school. Like it took me a cool little minute. Cause I was out here. So, um, it's not like I was saying that I was in school, but I was saying I'll go back next semester and I kept saying that I was going to go back knowing that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I just one by one, I just started letting him know, like, it's just not what I think is going to make me happy, you know, and you, everybody wasn't happy about it. <laughs> but yeah. I think now they're kind of understanding like I was I didn't just stop going just to not go like I just wanted to pursue other things. Yeah, that's I think that's the most important thing. Like, even when I feel like once I have kids, like, as long as you have a plan, whether it's to go to school or if you feel more uh, dedicated in a certain passion, like, make sure you have a plan to just follow through with it. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad you stuck with it and found your way. Yeah, thank you. But when we first reached out to you, one of the things that you said uh, was that you were still trying to balance starting a business and working your nine to five and that it was taking so much of your time, hence the topic. <laughs> <laughs> so that made us want to get more in depth of like how you were adjusting to that. So what is your career as of now? Your nine to five job? Um, my nine to five, I actually work for a company called Cox Communications in Arizona. Um, it's a cable company and we also do like 
um, internet too. I feel like I'm giving you my sales pitch, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm actually, I do sales. So it's kind of like going into like a Verizon store or an AT&T store and they, you walk in to get like your new phone and they have to pitch you to get like whatever else they're trying to sell. So that's, yeah, that's my nine to five job. So it, it's actually, it's a lot cause it's face to face. So yeah. in addition to the sales, like you have to, I'm dealing with people that are upset about their bill cause Mm -hmm. Cox is the only like company out here that's doing internet. So people are forced to kind of like pick us, you know, um, and they're upset about it. So they come into the store and they want to yell and holler. So yeah, yes, it's a lot, but it's just balance and you get, you get the energy that you give. So I try to just that first, how are you? Make sure they know Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm here to help you. (laughs) Oh, good vibes. Yes, exactly. And I feel like being like, oh, I'm sorry. No, you could go ahead. I was about to say, I feel like being within that industry of just having to like sell and that marketing side of it all as well. I think that could be a positive going into like your side hustle and your business and just like taking those different like aspects that you learn from how to, you know, conversate with people and like learn about people like that's going to help you in the long run selling like Mm -hmm. whatever you're trying to sell. So were you already like working your nine to five whenever you decided to get into your side hustle? Um, yes. So I actually was just making a lot of things last year, just whatever I like ideas that I had. So last year, maybe like September is when I initially had the idea, but I didn't really get into it until like February. Um, and then COVID happened. So with that happening, I had a lot more time because I went from working like 10 to seven every day to working 10 to four, five times a week, Oh my god, five days a week. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot more time to just like, work on shoes and make shoes for like my friend that just really wanted a pair so that I could get my like real practice in and then people just started really liking them so has any opportunities like let's say you didn't have a customer come up to you uh like did you have like an opportunity to kind of like show them your your craft as well or oh my gosh yes I'd be talking talking to people (laughs) (laughs) um especially recently because I'm actually going to be leaving my job soon um yes thank you I like got to my like financial goal and I finally get to leave but um a lot of my regulars because I've been there for like three or four years now and um I get a lot of like the same customers so Mm -hmm. a lot of them I've been letting them know like I'm not going to be here and they're like oh my god like let me see your shoes and it's just cool because it's like little old white ladies. (laughs) (laughs) They just so hype about it and they love it. So yeah, it's really cool. It's cool to see just different people from different walks of life just really like the shoes, you know? Yeah, I was gonna, that's one thing I can say too, like with a bandana print, it's not just like, yeah, it's like a West Coast influence, you know, Cali influence, but I feel like so many people use that same print, you know, for different things like bags or it doesn't reach just one crowd basically is what I'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I think everybody I think it's just it's nice to like it's appeasing to the eye like just bandanas in general yeah so what exactly is a day in the life of Dan (laughs) like how how does that work um usually I'm, I'm trying to get better I honestly to be honest with you I'm not the most the best at time management but I try <laughs> mm-hmm. so lately I at first I started waking up at like 8 a.m trying to just like prep things for bandana artists and like when I say prep I mean like tape up the shoe um put the pattern on like the bandana if I can in the morning so that way when I get home like I'm not trying to do too much after work so it is definitely a busy day in the life of Dan every day <laughs> but actually like, Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was going to say, I remember seeing on your page that you also had like um, the way you made the shoe too. And I was like, this is, I couldn't ever, but like the way you were doing it, I was just like really watching like a, like it was ASMR or something. I don't know. It was just really (laughs) relaxing. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. My mom is like, I couldn't do it. That must be your passion. (laughs) I'm like, yes. Cause it do take time. It takes a lot of time, especially cause I don't like to send out like a sloppy product so but yes yes and as far as with that too like what changes did you have to make within you know your personal and business life to be able to not feel so burned out from you know all this day-to-day um I had to learn how to say no I definitely had to learn how to say no that's a big thing that's it 
Yeah, because I went from like having all the time in the world to just hang out with my friends and like go sit in their house for hours. And now I just kind of got to say no. And even when I really want to say yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it'll pay off. I know it'll pay off, but. Yeah, sometimes saying no, it feels good to me. I'm like, oh. Yes. (laughs) After, and it's like, I guess I didn't really miss out on nothing. Right. (laughs) <laughs> especially if nobody posts anything I'm like oh I'm good like y'all y'all not really having that much fun exactly <laughs> but like with that if you are to feel burnt out like what do you do for yourself like how's that self-care day when it comes to self-care I I try to that's like honestly my top priority because I know like how effective that it that is um skincare definitely I do that every day I make sure to set aside time um that's actually part of my morning routine so when I wake up at 8 a.m I do my skincare routine um and then I always make sure like I stretch in the beginning of the day because I end up sitting down or standing in one spot for a long time. So mm-hmm. wait, you into yoga? Um, I try to be into yoga. Okay. I want to yoga actually. <laughs> We're but, trying to get in that to that too. I'm trying to get into trap yoga. That's my thing I want to try. Is that like where they play like trap music and do yoga? Yes. And yeah. people are like, how they how are you supposed to be relaxed and listening to trap music? I say, y'all, don't I do it all the time. Exactly. I listen to Chopped and Screwed and do yoga. It's, it's very relaxing. <laughs> oh, that seems like very, like, that's the perfect, I think, music for that. It really is. <laughs> it's like right in the middle. <laughs> Facts. I love it. But yeah, definitely. I wanted to say yoga, but I couldn't say yoga. I don't really be getting down. We're <laughs> dog and everything. But um, I did do hot yoga. And when uh, when things start opening back up, I, that's like part of, that's actually something I really want to do again. Because hot yoga. Really oh, yeah. Work. I like hot yoga, too. Yes. You got to work out. Completely. But going to going into like your bandana craft in general, I like how you had said like you had been you know, you, you dropped out of school, you just like, figured out it wasn't your passion, but did it take you a minute to figure out what your passion was? Or you said you already had your plan together once you dropped out, like it was going to be within this type of field? No. So I actually, I knew that I just wanted to create something. So I went through a whole lot of phases in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I wanted to be a videographer. I was committed. Um, I'm glad that I wanted to be that first because it helps now with a lot of like things that I'm trying to do for bandana artists. I can make my own. Right. Um, But I definitely was really like, I was really into it. Um, Then I wanted to be a YouTuber. (laughs) Which I feel like all of us, you know, it becomes a thought in our head at one point. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a YouTuber? Like these people are making money. Like, and it's not easy being a YouTuber. You got to be committed to editing those videos and, coming up with content every week mm-hmm. so but I really wanted to be a YouTuber um honestly it <laughs> I would have kept doing YouTube but YouTube led me to bandana artist mm. so cool. YouTube I was like trying to figure out what are you gonna do like what can you make um and then I started seeing a lot of like those hydro dip videos and then like I mentioned the bandana um bow on the Air Force One mm-hmm. so yeah so YouTube definitely so I can't talk. <laughs> YouTube definitely led me to um, bandana artists. So I think like you just gotta anyone trying to like get at anything like you just have to try everything that you're you're telling yourself you want to try. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I could have got here without trying all those things that weren't meant for me. You know. But yes. yeah, it was a process. It was a process. It's a journey. <laughs> it's almost right. like you mentioned you can be anything. So start anywhere. Yeah, and I like the fact that, like, because most entrepreneurs, too, some of them will kind of preach, like, just quit your job, um, go ahead and get started, you know, make that your plan A, you don't need a plan B, just focus on your passion, and it's going to get you to where you need to get, get. and, like, if you have a job, that's kind of just in the way, but you had your job for three to four years, so being able to just step outside of your comfort zone and just be able to adjust to the new schedule of, I found my passion, I know what I want to do now, like, I've did the trial and error but at the same time when I was working on those like I still made sure I had a steady source of income like I was not going to quit that until (laughs) this happened so how long do you think it took to realize like oh shit you know I'm lit like I can really (laughs) make money off of this um when India posted my shoe that's when I had that feeling when I was like all right I gotta start preparing for what's to come that's how I found you too Yes. So, which is dope because I'm always curious, like how people find it. Cause like people still now are like just finding the page and I'm like, 
did you find it from India or like are y'all finding it on different sources? And that was like a dope person to like, yeah. Like, how did that how did that collab happen? Did you reach out to her? Did she reach out to you? You know, that was nothing but God because I actually posted a, I had been posting um just like white backgrounds and the shoes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like trying just trying to figure out how like to get my product out there and I tagged a few people that I thought would like be interested in it and it wasn't necessarily for the people because at the time like when she hit me up I was at 117 followers like she's real humble like she's a dope person yeah so um I've tagged her in it tagged a few people I probably still have it tagged I think I kept it there and she sent me a message and she sent me like the picture and she was like I need these and I was like no way like I was running around (laughs) because that's like she's like she's really dope to me like I she's really family oriented and Mm -hmm. like I just I I think she's really dope so it's just interesting that like that was my first person but she's really nice like the people that hit me up now they be real sedity with it (laughs) it's real cool to see like that like for her to be my first like the first person but she um she got two pairs of shoes and I didn't think she was gonna post them uh I asked my friends like I think that it like her message is enough for me like I appreciate mm-hmm. that she even reached out to me and my 117 followers <laughs> so uh-huh. I was just really grateful and then one day I somebody sent me a pic like her um what she posted on her story sent it to me and I like cried in Target oh <laughs> yeah I was, like, love that and I yeah. love hearing that she was really humble with it like actually yes. reached out to you like it just took you to tag her and most people won't even tag somebody because they're like man they're not gonna see it they they have over a million followers and then you she's never like, know who's watching exactly and the fact that she's already like I look at her as like one of like the ones who created you know Instagram influencers and like the whole Instagram modeling and just like her fashion sense is like next level. So for her to like take recognition in your shit, like, mm-hmm. yes, girl, I'm so excited cool. for us to come for you too. Yes, I was so honored. But yeah, that's definitely the moment that I was like, damn, like India fucks with my shit. Like, <laughs> I could really be onto something with this. And then also, Kaylani is one of the dopest people that I like. I watch a lot of interviews. Um, mm-hmm, same. And follows, like, she follows my page. Like, wow. That's crazy to me. Like, that is so crazy to me. Um, Kaylani's really dope. I've always, like, thought so. But, any, like, if y'all don't know this, like, I share this with anybody that I mentioned Kaylani to. But she actually, when she was, like, a teenager, she was on some. America's Got Talent, I think. Yeah. Thank you. And they were like, we can, like, we want to take you on, but like not the rest of the band. And she's yeah. like, my brothers. And I'm just like, and this is the woman that's following me. Like, that's so cool to me. Like, it's just cool that it's real, like down to earth people that are. That whole like, clip was like, oh, that is so cute. And I don't know how old she was, but like for her to have the mentality yes. at that age. Yes. Like it's just in her. And I just, people like that are rare, you know, like it's hard to find a good person and it's cool that she's like putting on for the good people in the world. So. And you had mentioned that you started just in September with this, but it really started taking off. So like, how long did it take you to master it? Like to be able to like, now you're reaching influencers and people who have a a big following. So we all got to start somewhere, but like, did you see like that drastic change? Um, after India posted, I think for like a good week, I saw, um, I got a lot of messages from different um, influencers influencers and stuff. And it kind of <laughs> made me really nervous because I'm just like, I don't know how to communicate with these people. Like, what yeah. does it mean to collab, you know? Mm-hmm. So like now, like a couple of months later, I'm more, like I know how to like say, um, if I send you this pair of shoes, will you do this post? You know, like I'm more confident in the approach, but initially, yeah. like I'm really nervous. Does that answer your question? I feel like I kind of. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. So like you started in September, it took like just like a couple weeks before people started really noticing like you're very best professional with it already. Yeah. So it kind of like helped you mold into your, like it being an actual business for you. Yes. Okay. Did you have so- to start <laughs> off like, um with just like doing it for free for yourself or your friends were you just practicing on your shoes at first yes my bad so I did answer that question incorrectly (laughs) my bad but yes um initially like I in September I made it on my own shoe Mm -hmm. and then 
my friend, like my best friend, Tina, she was like, I really want a pair. So I got to make a pair for her. Um, but it was really like the first couple of pairs that went out, like I feel so bad for those shoes because it was like Mod Podge and just me trying <laughs> to figure it out. Those shoes probably are not staying together and people are just being nice about it. <laughs> but <laughs> but then like it really gave me the opportunity to master the craft. But mm-hmm. my, like it came from people allowing me to like potentially mess up their shoe, like just trusting me with their shoe. Um, I have a cousin that's let, like came to Arizona. He had like a basketball game here and brought his shoes with him so that I could make them. And then I sent them to him in LA. I mean, in, um, in Marietta. So yeah, like I, I got a lot of practice in. And then by the time that, um, India messaged me, like, I remember a couple weeks before that being like, I'm not ready for influencers and da 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 and da da da. But you just kind of like when life gives you an opportunity, you just can't be scared. So I just had to jump into it and had all that practice. Did your cousin get his basketball shoes made like a custom or was it just a pair of shoes he had? They're actually, so there's this maroon and black pair that's on my page. It has like a maroon swoosh and then it's like covered in black bandana. Um, It's like one of the first ones on my page and that's the one that he brought to me. So it was actually a pair of Cortez that he already owned that he brought to Arizona. With Was there any positives of owning your own uh, business and what were the negatives with that as well? Um, positives is it pulls in a lot of support. Like I have a very big support system because of it. Um, people just really believe in it. Yeah. Um, negatives is probably just the fact that I had to really learn how to say no. Like <laughs> um, I'm still adjusting to being like missing out on certain things. Um, but yeah, I think that's really the only negative with it. And maybe like and a little overwhelming. Do you, you say saying no as far as just like being so being able to be social with your friends and having to really get into that entrepreneurial mindset, or do you mean saying no to like there's some stuff within your business as well you're having to say no to? Um, definitely both. Um, within my business, there's like things that like people wanna they offer to help, and I'm I'm very protective of my space. Um, mm-hmm. So just being saying no and not feeling bad about it, like um, having certain people offer to like deliver my packages for me and stuff like that, where they think like we're like we're cool, you know, but like we're we're not that cool. Like I don't like we don't have that trust where I trust you with my business yet. So yeah, being confident and saying no to that, but also like I I used to travel a lot. Like I would go on all the trips with my friends and um, out out all the time all the brunches all the lunches you know so now just the entre- entrepreneur I can never I <laughs> entrepreneurial that's what I think thank you but yeah getting into that mindset definitely um having to say no in that sense as well has been an adjustment but um I wouldn't say negative I think like it'll all pay off eventually but it's sometimes it feels like a negative for sure yeah definitely oh, yeah, just moment but where do you see your brand in the future? Like possibly having like an own clothing line or shoe line or like what? Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, I think it would be really dope if I could come up with my own. Like eventually, like I really want to get from under Nike because I just never know like what that can lead into depending upon how big my business gets. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't want to be under Nike. Um, just the uh, there's a lot of people on Instagram that have stories of working with Nike and then they like kind of take their idea you know so mm-hmm. I really want to get from under Nike um the goal I really want to open a shoe store like that's always been a goal of mine um opening a shoe store I just feel like that would be a good like good revenue you know like yeah I don't be working this hard all my life <laughs> yeah facts. So essentially like teach somebody else how to do bandana artists and um have them like make shoes for that store but I really want to open one in Arizona because we don't have one out here where it's like good shoes that you can get mm-hmm. foot lockers and stuff like that but I'd really want to do that um but with my like with bandana artists I, I want to have like accessories and stuff like that but right now I'm kind of just trying to stack up the money and then invest it back into the right Thanks. so what do you think you would stick with that like bandana style or would you start branching out to other other prints so bandana artists probably will just stay shoes um I do want to open a clothing line Mm-hmm. Um, I have a name for it. I have like everything drawn up and ready to go. It's just a matter of like setting aside the time because I'm really picky. Like I like things to look real good. So just being able to set aside the time to do it 
is what I struggle with. But if I hadn't, have, if Bandana Artist hadn't have blown up, I probably would have been started it. But definitely a clothing line um, with like streetwear and like comfortable stuff. Um, also like stuff for, for girls that have like naturally big boobs, you know, because mm-hmm. I can never find like just cute shirts because I'm like, I'm small, but I also have like pretty, like a big chest. So like I would want to, that would be my goal with the clothing line. Um, just making things that work for girls my size and just I really like that yes that's, that's the goal as far as like the code that you follow um like getting your work noticed I know you mentioned like you tag like different influencers or artists on your photos is there any other type of like scheme of things or plan that you go through in order to like get your business out there for other people or is it just like all word of mouth um, most of it is word of mouth. I don't really tag people anymore. Um, just because I, it worked really well with India, but like trying it different times, I, like it didn't really work like that. Um, mm-hmm. so now I just reach out to people. Um, it's mainly people that reach out to me. So like if they send me like, cause a lot of times like they're not gonna, they don't give a follow, but they're like nice enough to leave like a like or but Winnie Harlow was one she left a like and I was like that's real dope like she's mm, yes. but, um, I, I wasn't I ain't up there reaching out to Winnie Harlow yet but <laughs> <laughs> we'll get out there um there's a lot of dope people that aren't like the India loves and the Winnie Harlows you know like mm-hmm. there's a guy I follow on Instagram and I eventually really want to sh- um, send him a pair of shoes I don't know how many followers he has but he's just a regular regular dude that takes really good pictures you know mm-hmm. so I'm trying to find people like that to reach out to um people that like represent something too you know yeah but that you know will represent your brand well exactly that part so but yeah but like how you mentioned like you want to make sure you have the right people marketing your stuff you also have a website you know yes, dropping yes, soon what, five days um yes i think yeah next saturday well on the august 15th um, I think it's six days. It is. It's six days. You got me nervous. Is it six days? <laughs> Maybe it is five days. Today's the ninth. Yeah. Yeah, you got five days and 20 hours. Girl, you have wrapping up. I'm so, story. I'm so nervous. I really am so nervous. Why? I'm just like, I want it to go so smoothly. And like, my friends have been going real hard for the website with me. And like, I think we have it together where it's going to work well. But it's also like, I'm not just like getting a certain amount of items from a vendor and putting it on a website, you know, like I have to figure out how to make it work for yeah. me, but also how to make it work for other people. So they're not waiting like forever for these shoes, but it's also just me making these shoes right now. So like, I've had to like kind of set it up in a way where like I take the first amount of orders that I can like take on and it'll be a lot easier now without my nine to five, but I'm um, like taking on the amount of orders that I can start working on and like put into production. And then everybody else is kind of just on a pre-order list. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pre-order list is capped because I'm not having people wait like too long. I think the longest, like when we really sat down and calculated it, the longest that somebody would be waiting, if we get a, like a certain amount of people on there, excuse me, is six months. And like, that's just like best case scenario, you know, like yeah. this meaning like I really get this many orders. Mm-hmm. Worst case is like, you have to wait six months, but it's really all communication. So it's also like typing up those policies and those like little check marks they got to check off to understand that these might take a while. Right. And then also not knowing like, yeah, people are, people are really like going hard for bandana artists and I appreciate it, but like, who's really like going to spend the money, you know? And like, I don't know what to expect, you know, how many orders I'm going to get. And That was my next thing. So I was, I'll go ahead and Remy. I was going to say, like, even with that, though, like, I think the most important thing is, like, ain't no wholesale. Like, this is you actually customizing. Yeah. So, like, people would ch- pay, like, what, $400 to get a sewing and all, or, like, $400, $500 for some J's, and everybody else got those J's, whereas these are, like, actual custom handmade shoes. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, like, that's that's what people tell me. They're like, you should be charging more. You should be charging more. But the thing is, like, I'm not making these for, like, the, like, real, like, paid people like I'm trying to make sure that the people like me can get these shoes so exactly yeah that's good yeah it's a really dope product and I really think I could sell it for more because like my like the most of my shoes are is 250 and I think like people are kind of like airbrushing 
certain designs onto their shoes and selling them for the same price and that's like stressing some of my friends out because they're like why don't you sell it for more you do so much but I'm like yeah I'm not trying to be like Kanye and sell these shoes for a bunch of money and people can't even get them so yeah I like that it shows that you care about your uh consumers as well so yeah and I'm like eventually like if bandana like I'm at 4,000 followers I'm not out here at 4 million or like even 10,000, like I am at 4,000 followers and people that are on my page are really like people that are genuinely just interested in the shoes. So that's you need the loyal few. Yeah. 250, that's cheap. I think that's like, dang, I want to get a pair. Like for yeah. sure, I already yeah. want to get a pair. Like, yeah, I recommend anybody get them soon because eventually like I'm going to outwork myself and I can't be selling shoes <laughs> for that low. But like I, I plan to as long as I can. Um, and the only reason I say like I can't do it forever is because I know people will continue to to get them if they're that low, you know? Yeah. Right. And then you're gonna for real be working and your time is money. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for now, like they'll like when I do the website launch for the first like um couple of hundred orders, like I plan to or a few hundred really, I plan to just make sure that people are getting um the price right. And also I'm just starting out too, so like the shoes like they they do really well like I haven't had any complaints about them coming apart or anything but I am like just starting out like this is still new to me and like there's certain things in myself that I know that I could do better with a yeah. shoe like, so I want to as I grow in my talent I can grow with the price too but yeah as long as I can kind of keep it low yes so, so make sure y'all turn y'all post notifications for when the website drops no fact here now the prices will not stay the same forever (laughs) artist.com 815 (laughs) oh that's exciting i can't wait for that to drop i can't wait to see what it looks like too just knowing like you're it's really cute like i'm a pretty simple person and Uh i think bandanas kind of speak for themselves so the website's pretty like simple but it also looks really cute like i say cute but (laughs) it looks dope to me like yeah like it looks like it's easy to navigate um I think it it it, ha- it hits all the points of like the questions that I've been getting over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I really like it. I'm excited for the website drop. I I feel like we put a lot of time into it, and it also brought me closer to my friends. Like I really know like what friends are like riding for me. You know. Yeah, that's so good. That's, that's good. especially what you learn getting into a trade. Who supports you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big fact. But um, as far as like whenever they pay the two fifty, so is it always going to be you? buying the shoe and then from there is it always gonna be like the vans cortezes and forces no um i want to do other shoes too but right now like i don't want to do everything too soon you know yeah Mm -hmm. i want to make sure like people have something to look forward to um Mm -hmm. i was gonna do the forces this soon but i was just getting so many questions about it and i felt like i needed something different for the website Mm -hmm. I did it and they came out how I wanted it to. So, um, but yeah, for now, just the uh, Vans, the Forces and the Cortez. Um, I just feel like there's so many different colorways to do with that. And I feel like yeah, so many different ideas at me that there's so much more to do with those. Um, but yeah, for now, they're going to, it'll stay in that little, that little realm. I have kids Vans on there too. Um, I haven't done a kid Cortez yet. So I don't want to put it on the website, but at some point I'm sure I'll make one for like a little cousin or something and let them wear it for a second and see mm-hmm. like, how it stays together. Cause that's my big thing, like wearability, like, can you wear these shoes and they stay together? So yeah. are there people who are like, Hey, like I have this pair of shoes. Like, I just really want to send you these and like you transform these. Like, do you, would you do that type of service as well? Um, no, like, I think it would be dope to do that, but no, just cause like, I don't like feet like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Girl, I'm feeding like corn I can't do it. Like, no, you. use shoe like that because I gotta be like in the shoe, like to make sure that like it's done right. And I'm not like I can't put my hand in somebody. I didn't even think about it like that. You're right. You're <laughs> so right. But it, but people do it. Like people do it. Like there's a lot of custom shoe designers out there that pe- they people will give them a shoe and they'll custom it, customize. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I probably will use somebody else's shoe or just. <laughs> wait until I can get a Jordan one. I really mm-hmm. want to get one now, but I'm trying to wait and like get it for myself as a gift because I've been wanting those for a minute and then just make it a, into a bandana artist shoe. Nice. Uh, Is it hard? Because I'm really trying to understand like the process of like 
you know, shoes are made differently. Like they have different type of materials. So is it you figuring out like what type of material that they have and like working with that? Or like, can you basically do this to any shoe? Probably the structure of the shoe itself too. You got to like dissect. Yeah, it's a lot of research and um, in the, re- like in looking it up, like a lot of people sew the, sew the fabric onto the shoe, which is eventually is like what I'm trying to get at, but that is a skill so mm-hmm. <laughs> um but learning how to glue them onto the shoe and make like keep them together was really just trying like figuring out how to manipulate the shoe I guess in mm-hmm. the fabric to like I don't know I had to I did I just pay a lot of attention like I pay a lot of attention to detail period but right with the shoe like even if you look at like your shoes that you have on right now there's certain like areas on the shoe like that where the seams touch or like mm-hmm. like tuck certain things and yeah it's just paying a lot of attention to the shoe and uh definitely doing research as far as like glue goes because there's there's one shoe that I did it was a van it was like one of my first ones and the glue like wasn't meant for the suede that I was attaching the fabric to so Mm -hmm. like the fabric literally attached like as it dried it just attached to the glue and the glue didn't even like attach it all like it only attached to the fabric instead of the actual shoe so it's just because of the suede that was on there oh dang yeah it's really just a lot of trial and error so yeah. much trial and error like i'm like i spent all the time on this shoe and it's just gonna lift like that but <laughs> <laughs> but it's really just trial and error and i'm so glad i get, I got to do it with like people that i knew first so they could like but the, even them like they they said it only one person let me know that one pair of bands but i wonder how their shoes are really holding up i'm gonna have to pull mm-hmm. up Check yeah. shoes out. <laughs> them, like the ones that I gave them to, they be wearing them. So like, I was going to ask, like, do you have like a variety of colors of bandanas or do you have like a solid, you know, a couple colors that you like to use? Um, I like to have as many colors as possible because okay. different colors at me, but my um, friend and I actually sat and counted all the bandana colors that I have. And I think it was like 32. Oh, so yeah, the the color chart that we're putting together, I'm trying my best to make sure it looks real like true to the color, so you know like what you're getting into with the mm-hmm. shoe. But yeah, I have a lot of colors, and it's taking 32 pictures of bandanas and trying to figure out how to put it onto the site and make it look clean. The little color that's, wheel. Yeah, that's like the the crunch time thing that we're on right now. Like that's the goal for the week is figuring out how to make all those colors fit into. Cause it's like actual pictures of the bandanas and I'm like, trying mm. to figure out if I'm just going to do like a tile with the name across or if I'm actually going to use the full picture. Gotcha. Cause I was like, I kind of want some nude ones or a tan. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, wheels turning. Yeah. My wheels turning right now. Like what <laughs> shoe should I get? Yes. Yeah, there'll be a lot of options on there. So yes, I appreciate the support you guys. I really do. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> and I was thinking too, as far as like, so when you created your site and like, all of this traction you've been getting. I Once you like enter into like an industry or a field of work, all of what's going on within that field, I feel like starts gravitating towards you. So were you able to like meet other people who are in this field too, who you could kind of like take as like, take on as mentors or just like a friend in the industry you can reach out to and just, you know, rant to about, be like, man, this is going on, da, 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 or like ask for help? Um, Not yet, not yet. There is this girl, Um, she had, her name is, mean gracie on her um actual instagram but her instagram page is mean feet and she i really like her instagram it's just um custom shoes but mm-hmm. she mastered her aesthetic like she has a very specific aesthetic on her page um so i followed her personal too just because i was like this is dope like you you really like made something like she just marketed her brand differently you know so mm-hmm. i respected that and i followed her and she actually sent me a message and she's like i she was really like nice because a lot of people are not that nice like you'll reach out to them and they don't want to like even like have anything to do with you but she was real nice and she lives in the UK and we're actually like working on a project right now but it hasn't gotten like an advice type thing yet yeah (laughs) it's just kind of like a okay I can I can trust you with my idea and I can trust it like you'll pull through and then like if you ever need anything from me like I got you type thing. Just um, like building bridges, networking. Exactly, exactly. She's real cool too, so. I love that. So now you guys, we are getting on to Mastering the Vibes. 
Yeah. And for those who may be new to the show, uh, this is the segment where we ask our guests to give three main points in the song. So then what are three main points to adjusting when life throws you opportunities? Um, do you want me to mention my song first? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, if, that's, yeah, if that works better. <laughs> okay, so the song is actually Crying in the Car by Meg The Stallion. I've never Wait heard a minute. this song. Wait, she got a, she got Wait a song named Crying in the Car. Yes. Megan? It's like, it's like... Megan? Yes, Meg The Stallion. It's on her, like, newest... Um, Ah, what is it called? On Sugar. It's good. Like, it's, I like it. It's like a motivational song. Like, when you are really going through it and you're like, girl, let me pull up the lyrics for you. <laughs> yes, pull them out because I'm about to do the same. I'm like, wait a minute. Hey. So the first line, just to introduce you to the song, says, money to make and we all gonna spend it. Taking care of my team, they with me. Like, the whole song is, like, just based on her, like, trying to get somewhere and the nights that she just really just has to sit in her car and cry and how those tears turn to ice on her arm. Mm. <laughs> so I ain't got to the ice on my arm part, but the whole thing. And she just says like, um, the, like the main line is please don't give up on me, Lord. Um, I promise to keep going hard. All the nights that I cried in the car finally turned into ice on my arm. So dang, that's deep. I like that. That's yeah. a good one. That is a good You got all the ingredients. It's just yeah. cooking up right now. It's everything. Yeah. And it's just like certain people, like they start to say you change and it covers that too. So I just, yeah. And it, I think having a good team is so important, but. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Girl, you put a song because I showed it. No, that's yeah. all. <laughs> and you know what? I listened to the album and I usually just listen to it all the way through without picking it up and like looking at the name of each song. Unless yeah. I'm, I'm really fucking with that song. I'm like, wait, what's, what's the name of this one? But. I'm gonna have to go back. Maybe I just wasn't doing just something. Just let it play through or something. Yeah, and I didn't hear it. So I'm gonna have to definitely go back. It is so good. Like I promise, especially like you guys, like having like something that you're also pursuing and that you're passionate about. Like it's such a good song to listen to because it's just like all these times that you sit, like, I don't know. I be I last year I lived with my mom for six months and I used to sit, not because of my mom, but like, <laughs> I used to sit in my car. <laughs> I used to sit in my car and I would just cry because I, like, I'm an emotional person. So don't get me wrong. Like, I wasn't just like, I, like, this is a normal, like, I was just crying because I'm emotional. <laughs> but I would sit in my car and I would just cry. Like, I would just like, why, like, are certain things like not working out for me? And it's mm-hmm. just like, those things weren't meant for you, you know? So, but yeah, definitely that song is so, like, it's so important to me. I like that song a lot. That's a great song to I go with this it. topic. But with that being said, that is perfect for what are your three points to adjusting to like when life throws you opportunities? Um, first one is definitely you really gotta believe in what you're getting at. Like, yeah. Um, because there's like I every day, like I'm telling myself, like, what if like this is just temporary? Like, what if I'm just blowing up right now and like all these thoughts, you know, but like I always have to remind my I have affirmations written all over my house. I got a big little, uh, a big little, <laughs> I got a big old canvas that says, the, that says the world is yours. Like either you run the day or you like, or the day runs you like mm. myself with affirmations and just to remind yourself that like, this is what you're doing. This is what you're getting at. Like it, it was dope to you when you started it. It's dope now. Uh, just really believe in yourself. Um, and then two is definitely find your team. Um, and it's interesting because like your team, it's not going to be like, it may, it may, be, but like it's not always going to be like the people that um are always down to kick it you know like it a lot yeah of times, like it's going to be like those people that you also went hard for you know that you supported yeah. when it was like their turn to do what they needed to do like my friends like like I said like I was struggling with college for a couple years but I always made sure to show up like for them when they were in college and um find your team and that like that finding your team really comes from like who you were participated in being a team member for um because those people always show up for you like my two friends that I always like went hard for and just really make sure to make sure that they're surrounded by love because that's what they do for me um Mm -hmm. those are the people that showed up so don't be upset when like people that kick it don't want to be part of the team because they just don't see it like you see it but you'll find your people that do and I think it's really important to remember like if it's not your time right now like definitely don't be afraid to join somebody else's team because eventually you're gonna need Mm. That's a good one right there. That is a good one. 
Yeah, I'm running all these little gyms at 25, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But um, last one is definitely to just be consistent. Um, Like even like with working my nine to five, like I had to make sure like if I have to stay up until three in the morning to finish something that I started, like I have to stay up until three in the morning and wake up and go to work, you know? So just Mm -hmm. be consistent. Um, Even if like, like it doesn't pop off in the few months that you that your plan was um they'll be consistent because it's literally it should be like the most important thing in your life so I love all yeah. of those those are great <laughs> those are great in depth to each one of them yes <laughs> thank you yeah I'd be thinking because <laughs> I, I I have a lot of I have a lot of little sis like not a lot of little sisters but I have three sisters and then I have a little brother as well um and then I have a lot of family so I have tons of little cousins little girls that are watching me and I'm like Mm -hmm. making sure I learn every lesson because not because I want them to like live through me I guess but I want them to like see somebody who just really went for it but like kept the the integrity there so I try to pay a lot of attention to like how I move for that reason so I think that's like when I was sitting down writing them I was like okay like I thought this was gonna be a little harder but I just hadn't thought of them out loud. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. for that. Don't post it on your canvas. <laughs> <laughs> but all of them just Right. <laughs> but then thank you so much for coming and dropping knowledge. Yes. If you want to go ahead and drop your, you know, your website again and your Instagram or wherever, you know, the people could find you. Yes, my website is actually going to be bandanaartist.com. Um, Instagram is bandanaartist. And um, I guess like the last note would just be like, you can be anything, literally anything in the world. So just start, like, even if it's not what you do forever, just start it. So you know, like how it feels to start something. But yeah, you can be anything. Start anywhere. That's my last little note. <laughs> but beautiful really guys for having me like <laughs> all right y'all but please what be sure to share rate and follow our ig as well as our guest bandana artist and with that being said we out bye, bye. love you guys <laughs>